Hi, I'm Leanne, and I want to welcome you to How to Pray. I'm glad you've chosen to listen today. This is the fifth in a seven-episode series with a new episode dropping each Sunday. Today we're talking about petition, or how to pray for change. I'm going to assume petition is the kind of prayer with which we're most familiar. Even those who have serious doubts about the existence of God have prayed this kind of prayer in a pinch. So while it may seem unnecessary to explain what this is and how it works, I'm going to do it anyway. Petition means to ask for something, to bring something to God's attention, identifying it as something in need of help, and asking God to intervene. The something can be a problem you're having or someone you care about is having. It could be a problem someone you don't even know is having, but you've been asked to pray on their behalf. It could be an issue in the community or the country or a global problem. It could be an illness or work issue or famine or war or a pandemic. A marriage could be in difficulty. A couple could be struggling with infertility. A child could be going through a difficult time or someone is suffering in addiction. You get the picture. I know you do because we've all experienced the kinds of problems that bring us to God, asking for help. And God wants us to do this. God wants us to unburden ourselves and to live in faith that things will work out, eventually, in alignment with God's perfect will. And in the meantime, God wants us to live in peaceful confidence that God is sovereign over whatever it is that's causing difficulty which is kind of a churchy way of saying God works things out in ways we can't even imagine. It also means we don't always get what we want. And this is because solving problems is complicated. For example, if I ask God to fix a problem in my life that involves another person, say someone I love has a drinking problem and it's destroying them, and I want God to change the way my loved one is behaving, This is what I'm asking for, because frankly, if he doesn't change, he's going to lose his job. And surely God doesn't want this person to lose his job, because then he won't be able to provide for his family. So I think God and I are on the same page with this issue, and God will turn things around because, really, it's the only option that makes any sense. At least, that's the way I see it. But it's possible God sees it differently. God gifted each one of us with the right to decide for ourselves. And God won't just show up and say, I don't care that you want to keep drinking. Leanne and I came up with a plan to put an end to this, and you're going to do what I say. For one thing, this isn't how God works. And for another thing, the person will likely feel bullied into submission and resume drinking again as soon as he thinks the coast is clear. So when we pray about problems of all kinds, We have to leave room for God's vision and plan, which is always the same thing, to make us more like Christ, more loving and patient and trusting of God, more focused on the kingdom of God, which is eternal, and less focused on what we want and need in this moment. Which doesn't mean we shouldn't ask God to intervene. We absolutely should. 
Hebrews 4.11 tells us to draw near to the throne of grace with confidence so that we can receive mercy and find God's grace when we need help. That puts it pretty clearly. And at the same time, our confidence comes from knowing that God's plan for all of us, the entire world and everything in it, is perfect and takes time to unfold and sometimes unfolds in a way we aren't expecting. Another thing to mention here is that God wants us to experience peace while we wait for prayers to be answered. Peace that comes from knowing God is absolutely trustworthy and incapable of failure. Peace that comes from experiencing God's presence in the waiting times. God doesn't want us to fret or worry. God wants us to live with the assurance that God hears our prayers and is at work. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7 says, Don't be anxious about anything. Rather, bring all of your requests to God in your prayers and petitions, along with giving thanks. Then the peace of God that exceeds all understanding will keep your hearts and minds safe in Christ Jesus. I don't know about you, but these words just settle me down. My heart, which may be breaking, and my mind, which may be spinning, are safe in Christ Jesus. And while I wait and trust and give thanks, I'm able to live in the peace of God, which is nothing like this world has to offer. So this week, I want you to practice drawing near to the throne of grace with confidence. Bring your petitions to God. Trust that God has heard you. Trust that God is at work in the situation. And practice living into the peace made available to us at all times, in all circumstances, as we wait. And next week we'll talk about giving thanks. For more information about Kindred Church, check out our website, kindrednc.church. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day.